In this week's episode, I talk sugaring. I'll talk about my experiences with sugaring, and even Kirsten talks about her sugaring experience in Kirsten's Corner. And finally, everyone's beloved Yas of the week talks about the Miss Universe 2019 winner Zozibini, Tunzi, and contestant Sui Zintet coming out as a lesbian. This is episode 38 of the Cross Yas podcast. So let's talk. Sugar. Yas! Yas, 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 yas. Cross Yas podcast. Which is Elm here, so. Yas! Yas! Yas, 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 yas. Yas, yas, yas. Welcome to the Cross Yas podcast. The podcast that says yes to everything related to cross-dressing and gender. I'm Giselle Mirasol, your cross-dressing host. You'll find me on Twitter and Instagram at Giselle Mirasol, and you'll find the podcast online on the new website, www.crossyaspodcast.com. That's www.crossyaspodcast.com. And if you have opinions on what you hear from today's episode and you have something you want to say, like, I don't know, maybe you want to share your own personal story on the podcast, cross-dressing or gender-related, or who knows, maybe you're just freaking tired of keeping things inside and you're wondering if you can say something to someone, well, the answer is definitely... Yes! Reach out and talk to me. I'm ready to listen to your story. Email the podcast, Giselle at crossyaspodcast.com. That's G-I-S-E-L-L-E at c-r-o-s-s-y-a-a-s-podcast.com a couple of weeks left before christmas so i really hope you guys got your christmas shopping done i still haven't bought any gifts because well i'm gonna put kirsten in charge of that department and i'm also not a big believer in gifts just to be completely honest i'd rather buy someone dinner or experience something with someone i don't know but my fiance kirsten is more than happy to be in charge of that just kidding she hates it she fucking hates me anyways let's talk about my yeah! of the week the miss universe contest was held this past weekend in atlanta georgia here in the united states and this past week zozabini tunzi was declared the winner <laughs> zozabini tunzi hails from the great country of south africa south africa last one i think the miss universe title back in 2017 with demi lay nell peters but unlike nell peters zozabini tunzi is black and it's just one of only six black winners since its inception in 1952 but that's fine things are going to change and it starts with her because you know what her win also means that right now all the major pageant winners miss usa miss teen usa and miss america are black hey girl hey after doing more research on her i found that tunzi works in public relations and she's fought against gender-based violence and is a huge champion for gender equality during the competition when asked what should we be teaching young girls today this was her response the most important thing we should be teaching young girls today is leadership it's something that has been lacking in young girls and women for a long time Not because we don't want to, but because of what society has labeled women to be. I think we are the most powerful beings in the world and that we should be given every opportunity and that is what we should be teaching these young girls, to take up space. Nothing is as important as taking up space in society and cementing yourself. OMG! Yes! Oh my god, what a response. Like, talk about nailing it right on the head. She's so right about the lack of leadership from women and that we should teach young girls that they should speak up and that they have a voice. I mean, imagine that kind of world. Imagine a world like that. And talk about speaking up. Another contestant from the Miss Universe competition, Sui, I'm going to pronounce her name wrong, Sui Zintet, the Miss Universe representative from the great country of Myanmar, came out weeks prior to the competition as a lesbian. 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 Tet said to People Magazine, The difficult thing is that in Myanmar, 
LGBTQ people are not accepted. They are looked down on by other people and are being discriminated against. She also said that I believe that not all countries allow same-sex marriage. I want the world to accept the LGBTQ community and their right to choose their own path and pursuit of happiness. Love is the most powerful thing and people fall in love with human beings, not gender. We should always have the freedom of choice and promote equality. Oh, and another thing I looked up, there's no legal same-sex marriage in Myanmar. And according to the Myanmar Times review of LGBTQ rights in 2019, anyone who engages in same-sex relations carries a sentence ranging from 10 years to life in jail. Hey man, that's not cool. I mean, these women, Suezan Ted and Zozibini Tunzi, these ladies are such inspirations to not just young girls, but to those who grow up different, whether you're trans or whether you are a girl, or whether you're just, I don't know, like a cross-dresser boy like me. Growing up, it's just an inspiration. To say such things publicly and face scrutiny isn't the easiest thing to do if you think about it, especially if it means breaking the law. But kudos to these women. I mean, personally, I'm not a humongous fan of pageants in general. Just because parading women in, I don't know, a swimsuit or a ball gown seems kind of like an outdated sort of thing. To have someone judge you based on how you look, like, what gives them the right to say, oh, you're more beautiful than someone else? Is it the symmetry, the facial and bone structure? Like, because you tell me I'm pretty, I should win a trophy? Tch, what's up with that? Can you tell me what's that all about? I'm one to talk. I love to be told when I'm pretty and when I cross-dress and wear sexy things. Tell me I'm pretty! Tell me I'm pretty! Tell me I'm pretty! And I also love when people show me love online, so... Pick me. Choose me. Love me. I do think these competitions do offer more than that especially when the contestants answer questions and are able to vocalize such eloquent and thoughtful answers. And, I don't know, it does give women a platform to say things that inspire others and make them feel better. But I just find it so awesome that they're able to speak out and change the narrative on what it means to be beautiful. Because, well, this is how change starts. Being able to speak up and talking about changing what normal is supposed to be. Whatever that is. So my yas of the week goes to Zozibini Tinti and Sways in Tet. Which, I'm probably mispronouncing your names, but that's okay. Because, you know what? Your names make you stand out more. And, you know what? Being different is okay. And that was the... Yes! Of the week! But the main thing I'll talk about this week is sugaring. What that experience has been like for me, and Kirsten even talks about her sugaring experience in Kirsten's Corner. So, stay tuned to the end for that. I hope you guys find this episode educational, and again, if you have any feedback, reach out and talk to me. I'm ready to listen to you guys. Thanks again for the support. Hey guys, just want to talk about Anchor real quick. You know, I love Anchor so much. They've helped me so much with this podcast. It's free and they have creation tools that allow you to record and edit your own podcast right from your own phone or computer. And Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. So download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Really guys, it's everything you need to make a podcast all in one place. So go ahead and go to it. It's great. So I want to talk about my sugaring experience. Shout out to Tiara, my coworker, love Tiara, who told me that she got a talk to by Jen, our other coworker. Shout out to Jen about sugaring. Now, I know Kirsten talked about sugaring in one of our hair removal episodes or one of our Kirsten's Corner 
But uh, before that, what I did do for hair removal, it's every crossdresser's favorite, is shaving. I did shaving, shit, for what? First, like, 10 years of my crossdressing experience. So, like, I don't know, 14, 15 to, like, 26, maybe even longer than that, right? I shaved till I was, fuck, probably 15 years because from maybe 14 to 29 or 30. And then uh, last year, I decided to start waxing. Has it been last year? No, earlier this year. Probably in, like, April, May, it was fine. And then I started realizing I started getting more ingrown hairs. And I was like, oh, shit. They didn't hurt, but more that they looked gross. Maybe they were a little more painful. But waxing, I'll probably do another episode on waxing, where they put some wax on that shit and just pull it and wax and pull it. Um, I'd actually go into a place. I got my waxing done up in the Bay Area. And I did one of those wax passes where you pay for, like, six sessions so it's cheaper and you save maybe like 30 50 bucks i don't know problem is i actually have to drive there which is far away from where i live in the bay maybe like 15 miles out of the way which in the bay area is still kind of crappy with traffic so i was talking to tiara and she was like well uh, you should try sugaring and i was like well why should i do sugaring oh well because there's less ingrowns it's a lot faster but the other thing was for men a lot of them won't do Brazilians, meaning they won't do your pubic hair or your hair in your genital region. Only certain places will do it. I was told by my waxing person, they said only places in San Francisco will do it. And I was like, oh, that's lame. Like it was hard to, and it's a little more expensive for guys because it's like a little more coarse hair. And I don't know about you, but like hair that's not on your head, that's like on your legs or in unwanted areas just just not scream femininity to me and that's my goal when I get hair removed like I want all the hair removed because to be the best cross-dresser I can be that exemplifies femininity I have to have all the hair removed so I was looking for a place to do a waxing of my thing but Tara's like why don't you look for a place that does sugaring and this one place luckily in Southern California in Long Beach called Sugar Cove was previously called Bronze Sugar, said that they do Brazilians. So it's like a play on the word Brazilian, and it's a Brazilian where they use the sugaring and they apply it to your genital region, both below your pubic bone, above your penis, and to the sides and your butt hair, and they get all that done. So I was like, oh, sure. So I scheduled an appointment at Bronze Sugar, and they said it costs this much. We only have one location that does it right now. Her name is Dana. And I was like, okay, cool. So I set up an appointment with Dana. And I think it was scheduled for like a Tuesday or Wednesday. So I got my sugaring done on their 4th Street location. It's not the greatest location for parking, but they have street parking and like parking quite a little bit of a distance away, not too far. And then get to the building, and as soon as you get to the front, you see their huge sign that was formerly Bronze Sugar, now it's Sugar Cove. You walk inside, and first you see the secretary's desk and the secretary. She's on her iPad, and she's the one who does all your scheduling. You walk in there. She says, hi, my name is so-and-so. Welcome to Bronze Sugar. Do you have an appointment today? And I'm like, yeah, I have an appointment with Dana. And she's like, oh, perfect. Just go ahead and fill out these forms. And she guides you to the next room where you fill out the forms. And then while you're waiting, the secretary, again, I forgot her name. She was so nice. She was like, oh, while you're waiting, would you like some water or some tea? And I'm like, oh, wow. It's one of these fancy places, which I didn't expect at all. But to be offered water or tea is it's very uh, sweet and unexpected because uh, not a lot of people offer water or tea anymore, believe it or not, at least in America. 
yeah, sure, I'll have some water. And so she goes in the back and like, sure, I'll be right back. Then she grabs some water and then she comes back and I continue filling out the forms. And the forms are just like basic questions. You know, your normal like health things like, oh, are you allergic to this? Or do you have any sensitivities? Or do you have any health problems like diabetes? You know, like typical waiver and uh, medical forms that you fill out at your doctor's office. Then once you're done with that, you bring it back to the secretary and then you wait for your sugarist. And I waited maybe like five or 10 minutes and Dana eventually came out and she was like, I'll be right with you. And I was like, oh, that's fine. Take your time. And I was just on my phone, just um, sitting down in the lobby. Now in this lobby, you'll notice it was pretty modern, pretty modern chairs. One that has like a swinging egg situation, one with a little bench and there's like magazines on a coffee table. And in that same room, you see products for sale, creams, lotions. They also have stuff like brushes to help like exfoliate. I'm sure there's like uh, shampoos and other stuff for, you know, your body and your skin to help rejuvenate it, if you will. There's also another back room where there's like, I think, two other separate rooms that are divided by a divider where they do other sugaring, I assume, sugaring services. So eventually Dana meets up with me after five or 10 minutes and she's just the super sweetest person ever. She just talks to me and she tells me like, oh, what are we doing today? And oh, I'm getting a Brazilian done. And she's like, oh, okay, cool. So she walks me to the outside of the room. It's me and then we walk into one of the first, one of the rooms, which was actually the main room behind the secretary's desk when you walked in. Pretty big room. It has its own door and lock and it's private. It's just me and Dana. And then inside this room is a, you know, like a regular like table chair thing. <laughs> like that medical exam table, you know, when you go to like a doctor's visit, it's that kind of looking thing, Um, but way more comfortable where um, she's like, okay, I'll step out. Just go ahead and take your pants off and your underwear off and then cover yourself with a towel, which she has provided there. There's a sink in there as well. So you can wash your hands. So then she's like, when you're ready, just go ahead and let me know. But then we go over like what we're going to do. And she's like, oh, so you're doing Brazilian and I'm like, yeah, she talks to me about the hair removal stuff, about what I'm going to do with my legs. Because I actually that day she was like, have you ever done anything with as far as like hair removal on your pubic area? And I was like, no, I've never done it except like in the past I had a terrible experience with Nair, which I don't recommend. And even the bottle itself for Nair, if you guys don't know what it is, it's basically like hair removal in a bottle or a can. Yeah, it was hair removal in a bottle and you basically just put it on there and let it soak for like maybe... A minute or two and then once you like ready get a get like a napkin or a towel and you just wipe off the hair because it pulls it out yeah I put that on my balls and my like pubic area and that shit was like super painful just because it really doesn't move all the hair anyways before I actually got the sugaring done I called their office ahead of time and, and I asked them like how long should my hair be down there like how long or what's the appropriate length of my pubic hair that has to be like, should I shave it? Should I cut it all off? Should I like leave it alone? And the lady said, just leave it as is. And I was like, are you sure? She's like, yeah, just leave it as is. This is the person I called on the phone. I don't know who I spoke to, but they're like, yeah, just leave it. They need it long so they can pull it. I was like, all right. And then when I met Dana and after I removed my underwear and stuff and she came back in, she looked at it and like, normally she wants maybe three fourths of an inch or an inch, but, or a little smaller than that. She says a grain of rice hair or something, but I had left that shit to maybe like two inches. It was like full pubes. And she was like, Oh gosh, she's like, next time you should actually shave it or at least trim it. 
all you need is for the sugaring to be able to pull the actual hair, not like full-on pubes, like a fro. It wasn't that big for me, but it was relatively long. But you wanted the length of a grain of rice to remove it. So I was like, fine, I'm so sorry. But somebody told me that, and she's like, no, don't worry about it. So we were still able to do it because it was still pretty long. It was probably an inch or so, maybe a little longer than an inch for my pubic hair. But she's like, we can still do it. So then she preps me and tells me what to do, what she's going to do. And she grabs like a tiny little like container that has the, the sugar. She says it's mixed with honey and other stuff. And she puts it in there and there's like a warmer next to us on a countertop. And she says that this is the sugaring's going to go in this this tub and it's going to be warmed first. And then it's going to be warmed and she's going to put it on here. Once it's ready, she's going to apply this stuff and sort of she wears gloves and she's just going to apply it on my skin and slowly just like pull. And then she tells me the reason why you don't get as many ingrowns with this is because the way it's being pulled. I was told she had a whole explanation about it, but just the way it's being pulled with waxing, it's just like rip and strip or the way it's pulling for waxing is just, it's kind of uneven. Whereas with sugaring, the way she's pulling is like, it's very methodical and kind of pulling in a certain way. So the hair is grown out naturally versus kind of sporadic with waxing. So we start and she first gets some baby powder and just kind of just like powders the pubic area and she asked me if I'm okay with pain and I was like yeah yeah I'm fine with pain I've experienced this normally and she's like okay so she puts the powder on there and we're talking and the nice thing is she does talk and you realize that about good uh what are these people called cosmetologists or good sugarists or waxists or whoever is actually removing hair from you is usually a good social being is usually great at talking I know Kirsten talks about she prefers that people don't talk to her when she's getting hair removed, but I love when people talk. So Dana and I hit it off really well. We're very social beings. So after the powder, she grabs the quote-unquote sugar-looking thing from the warmer, and she places it on her gloves. She shows it to me, and it's I can best describe it as like a yellow-orange transparent glob. Have you guys ever seen Jurassic Park and like that old dude that has the mosquito and his cane, but it's like stuck in amber? You know, it's like that yellow portion of his cane, almost like, a, you know, that dip of like honeycomb in like the honeycomb commercials. Yeah, but it has that look, but the consistency of it is like honey. It almost looks frozen, but it feels like putty and it's warm. It doesn't burn you, but you can feel the heat. So she places it on my skin and it's, again, not surprisingly super hot, but it's warm and it's like really sticky. It's sticky and then that's when she's able to like push down on the hair and just pull pull back pull back and she does such a good job of it like I don't feel it but her and I are conversing the entire time so I'm kind of distracted from the pain and it doesn't really hurt that badly we're just talking just back and forth and the way the hair is being removed it looks you know looks good and we're just talking and she has me in different positions so at first she has me on my back and she's pulling the hair that way and then as she's like getting the hair well my first impression though too was I asked her, I was like, are you going to remove the hair from my scrotum, like my balls? And she's like, yeah, that's what we're doing. We're going to move it there because I was afraid we weren't. I thought, I don't know, I've never had any hair removal uh, on my pubic area just because my waxist and people I've talked to are just kind of scared. I don't know. I guess it's not a huge thing for men to get their hair removed. But after talking to Dana, she's like, yeah, we have like a couple male clients that get their hair removed quite often with me. I was like, oh, cool. So um, we continue, and then the next position she has me in is like in a butterfly position with my like legs 
not necessarily cross, but my feet are, the bottom of my feet are touching. So I'm kind of not necessarily sitting Indian style, but I'm, you know, I'm lying down, but my legs um, are kind of touching. And then she has one where one of my, one of my legs is kind of bent and the other one's kind of straight. So it gives her an opportunity to kind of pull the hair better off on the other side. And then the other, then she does the thing for the other leg and then she's pulling the hair that way and maybe like 15 20 minutes passes by uh 25 then another 25 or 30 minutes pass by she's doing a really good job really thorough trying trying to get all the hair removed and then next thing she has me do she's like oh i'm gonna pull the hair from your buttocks area now it's like oh okay so she has me kind of like lying down on my left side so she's pulling the leg pulling the hair out from my butt and i'm kind of like holding one of my butt cheeks up so she's just pulling the hair off that way and then after that's done, I turn the other way and she's, I'm holding the other butt cheek up and she's pulling the hair that way. Maybe another 15, 20 minutes passes by. The whole thing takes probably an hour or so, just trying to get all the hair removed. But she notices there's lots of strays. Like there's little tiny hairs that she can't get all of. And the most painful part of the entire thing probably is she has to get tweezers to pull them out. The hope is, after she was telling me, is that you exfoliate enough and I'll get into that where you know, we can get the hair kind of on a kind of like a same time removal thing where you can time the hairs or whatever, where you can time the growth. So all the hairs are growing back evenly. So she has me back on my back and then we look at what's done there and she has her gloves on and she's looking and she's like, oh, there's a couple hairs here. Can I pull them? I was like, sure. So then she grabs tweezers and it's just like kind of just tweezing them out. Really tiny hairs, but for the whole like aesthetic thing of just removing all the hairs that's the best way to do it sugaring does do a really good job of kind of just like pulling and reducing the amount of ingrowns but it's just i had so many she was kind of like the tiny hairs were really really painful especially the ones on my scrotum uh, she got a lot of the hair removed but like there was just the tiny ones and just those like really specified tiny areas of just pulling from my scrotum really hurt but the end product looked amazing so i forgot to mention that i got this whole sugaring thing done prior to my boudoir shoot this was maybe i think like beginning september i think jesus time flies it's already uh december but yeah i got it done maybe a couple days before uh, my sugaring and i told dana that she's like oh i can't wait to see the photos and they did really look really good obviously the photos are doctored or whatnot at least the ones that i posted but just the hair removal from that area it felt really good and, and it looked really good in the photos but after we're done she, we look at the end product and it just looks really good but she told me specifically like hey you have to like exfoliate and i was like what do you mean she's like well don't exfoliate today but exfoliate meaning kind of just like get rid of all the dead skin cells because that'll reduce your risk for ingrowns and i was like okay what else she's like so after this maybe in like a day or two just use body scrub something natural where you're just like kind of scrubbing down and scrubbing the area and also using like she had some products like pfb which helped to reduce the risk of ingrowns and you know she had a, i bought a brush too which basically just kind of scrub off off the dead skin um and she's like how often i asked her i was like how often should i do this and she's like probably every other day or like at least three or four days a week and so i had been doing that and it really worked i think well to finish that after we we're done you know we scheduled for an appointment she's like usually you should get it done at least once a month depending on the hair growth so i came back maybe like four to six weeks maybe like four weeks after maybe five weeks after and i signed up for the plan they have lots of different plans you guys can sign up for they have this monthly thing where if you sign up 
you can save like five ten dollars by going every month and for men and women it's different just because men's hair men's hair grows kind of coarser and so the sugarist will spend more time with a male client versus a female client just because they have to focus on the hair growth more because men's hair does grow coarser too so um, i expected that i think i paid maybe 85 to 90 i know that might be expensive for some but the proof is in the skin the hair removal it looks great so i scheduled for another appointment the following month and following month i think in october my second appointment she did notice that the hair looked really good it was some like some ingrowns here and there and i got it done in the area again i mean it was kind of coarse still but she could tell that it was doing its job and i could tell too even with the growth back it looked really good but at the same time i wanted to do a sugaring on my legs and the sugaring on the legs to remove all that hair took a long time i was probably there for both my brazilian for my um, pubic area and my legs for about two and a half hours just because it's a very thorough process especially with my leg hair for a man it just seems just labor intensive just it seemed like a long process for her. and you have to schedule these things ahead of time i mean for her and i we did it um but i think she didn't plan for doing a leg thing but she was able to do it in probably a, you know she didn't luckily didn't have any appointments that day but was able to get it done and so she did a really good job and then we talked about we again very social love dana just really hit it off and it's it, that really just depends on what kind of relationship you can build with your sugarist or whoever you whack, get your wax stuff done with but i have another appointment in like a week or two and my hair growth in that area looks really good still a couple ingrowns that i'm still trying to remove but I do recommend for anyone who's thinking about it, if you're in the Long Beach area or Southern California area, look at Sugar Cove on 4th Street. It's Broadway. There's a lot of um, different locations. I'll post like the stuff on the website and on the podcast notes about where to find Dana. And I'm sure Dana's listening to this and she'll have her own opinions on stuff. And I'd love to have her on the podcast, probably talk about sugaring too. But she did an awesome, awesome job just as far as the sugaring is on my pubic area. She knows that I am not going to do legs for a bit just because I still have that stupid wax pass in the bay area. So I'm going to finish that off and then eventually I'll probably go back to Dana for my legs. But it really just depends. Like really kind of know how long your hair grows because with shaving, I think shaving was, it's definitely the easiest. But as far as like hair growth for me, it grew back maybe even coarser and just way more difficult to contend with. I mean, if you have the money and you can deal with hair removal, I mean, the easiest probably electrolysis or laser hair removal if you can afford it. But for me, like, I like the social aspect of it and just meeting my sugarist. You'll hear Kirsten talk about her experiences. But for me, I think the sugaring, I don't know, it's worked out well for me. I still have another session. I still have, um, I still have the, like the monthly package. So I pay like, I don't know, 85 to 90 a month. It's, it's might be expensive for me, but for a woman, it might be cheaper, especially in your area. I mean, Long Beach is probably a little more expensive just in that area, but you know, you get what you pay for. And Dana does such a good job that I I easily see it as a well worth it purchase, but to someone else, it may not be in, you know, to each their own. But for me, I think if you can find a good sugarist or somewhere you can get like a good sugar experience I mean by all means you should do it but you know look into it look into the sugar cove and if you find a sugaring area near near you you should do it and for all the crossdressers or transgender people obviously if you're like on hormones you might have less hair growth or less hair 
coarseness, which is like a super plus for you. And you might not even have to get hair removal as often. For me, I do find myself having to go probably every month or so. And it's fine. It's just getting hair removed. I mean, I don't cross dress all the time, but I don't like hair as much on my body. I mean, obviously on my head is fine, but I have facial hair. We'll talk about that in another episode, but sugaring, it works. It really does work, but teach their own. Your mileage may vary. Try it out and let me know what you think. For me, it works and I'll have Kirsten talk about it in Kirsten's Corner to see what uh, she thinks about sugaring, especially since she's done so much waxing. Well, not so much waxing, but she's a longtime fan of waxing and she got her sugaring experience right after I did. So uh, stay tuned for Kirsten's Corner. And now it's time for Kirsten's Corner. <laughs> In this week's episode of Kirsten's Corner. Kirsten's Corner. Why didn't you warn me, man? Oh, sorry. sorry. Uh, this week, let's talk about sugaring. Oh, Ugh. okay. Anyway, so What's as we, oh, well, as we've talked about on a previous KC. Oh, KC. I Kirsten's don't like that. KC. Yeah. You know? Uh, Ooh, I was gonna say on a previous cursed corns, but cursed I don't like that. Cursed corns. Cursed corns. Cursed corns. Cursed um, we talked about waxing, and so Giselle went and got uh, sugaring done. Did someone recommend it to you, or did you? Were you yeah, researching? Yeah, someone recommended it to me. It was actually Tiara. Hi, Tiara. If you're listening, uh, she was recommended because she got lots of ingrowns. Oh yeah, yeah. And I got lots of ingrowns because I did a waxing uh, of my legs, and I got several ingrowns but we'll talk about that but so she recommended sugaring and so i got that done uh in long beach shout out to uh dana uh at which is now called sugar cove shout out to her but yeah sorry this is kirsten's corner not 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 mine anyway so um as you know whenever giselle like starts or does something it's like she goes super hard and it's like oh this is the best thing ever gotta do this babe gotta do this babe so I've been going to European Wax Center for like maybe a year, over a year. Actually, almost two years. And then um, you recommended sugaring, so I tried it. Um, I, hmm, I didn't, I don't want to say enjoy because I don't really enjoy it because it hurts. But it does hurt semi-less, I guess. Um, But what it is, it's like instead of like applying soft wax, which is what I, soft wax is European Wax Center where they put the wax directly on your skin then they lift a little bit and then pull it um, in the the opposite direction of your hair growth. They do, sh- sh- as opposed to hard wax, which is hard wax, you put the wax, they put the cloth, and then again, they rip again or pull again. But that way, that way lifts like a little bit more of the dermis. So anyways, if you want to stay with waxing, I recommend s- soft waxing. And then for sugaring, it's like a ball of like sugar, water and like other like it's pretty natural honey honeys i don't know but it's like it's depending on where you go but the color for this is like a yellow a golden yellow color and they kind of it's like a ball and then they put it on your skin or your hair and then they pull like short they rake it against your skin and then they pull like little pulls and they do it in the direction of your hair growth so it it doesn't always cut off like the follicle it pulls it directly from the whole follicle because sometimes waxing can like cut the was she explaining all that to you Mm -hmm. yeah so i don't know like i i'm i think it was what two weeks ago that i went two or three three Three, uh i I can't tell whether or not like i don't measure my 
leg care growth as you know it comes back but i mean it feels a little bit smoother i don't exfoliate as much as i should in general but they do you still have to exfoliate and i think that's why people get ingrowns is because they don't exfoliate but also because of the type of hair removal they're using i don't know it's cool so you've gotten the sugaring done if you've done waxing let's say of your pekang king as we uh, call it in yeah okay what is your opinion or do you have a preference or I think what, are, that, what do you notice the differences between the two so i think the sugaring hurts a little bit more because it, it's the waxing's a little bit faster it's quick and i don't know it all actually no i don't know i think the sugaring might hurt less but it takes longer so so the brazilian like with um waxing it's fast but i think the the pain is a little bit more but then with sugaring less pain but it takes longer so i mean it's not when i say less pain it doesn't mean it doesn't hurt it still hurts but it's just a little bit less mm-hmm. so how long did how long did yours uh your how long does the sugaring take for you versus the well waxing? uh it takes much longer how much longer maybe like 45 minutes to an hour and did you notice a price difference uh, between sugaring and waxing well because I, I want to say that like for the waxing like i have a wax pass so i can't really tell as much so it's probably around the same price it's expensive the sugaring either both hair yeah. removal to get someone to do anything for you it's expensive as yeah. opposed to you doing it yourself so true avi you know if i want to save money i'll cut my own hair but hell no i'll look bad hair removal this way like removing the from the follicle or the root your hair gets a little bit softer and it doesn't grow back as fast so like my i can't tell like it's only been two to three weeks for my legs so usually it's still not prickly how about so the main the main reason or the main factor that people get sugaring was the reduction of ingrown hairs have you noticed any ingrown hairs yeah i still have them mm. are they less than you had when you uh, i guess yeah less it's a little bit more natural too the uh, sugaring sugaring yeah do you, do you know like is the wax what is it? i don't even know what they put in the wax. well not that it's unnatural but i think it's because it's i, I don't know mm. yeah i have no idea and you got your lower half done. Yeah, sugary. and I got under my underarms too. I think I might like stop doing that because it's like I feel like I don't know because I have to go so frequently. I don't know. I. Mm. Well, I was gonna say, is it still itchy? Like no, anytime your hair grows back, it's itchy. Yeah. People say sugaring. It's like since it, the process is longer, it's you get sweaty. Like it's it's you get hotter. Where wax mm. is fast. Like it's quick. You're it's like in and out. Like I think total like my wax is like an hour and a half. Hmm. Because of the... Just because it's it's tedious. It's more tedious than waxing. Okay, so I did sugaring again yesterday. And the lady was like, you should you con- you should continue to do sugaring, like you said. Because you want to match the growth. Yeah. Hair growth. Like, it's called like, put it in sync, basically. Yeah. Not true for wax. I think that to stay in sync or get synced up for your, like, your grow back is you really have to be diligent about your... Um, like exfoliating and like making sure your appointments are spread out um i don't know i've only had it once so i can't really tell Mm -hmm. i don't know it's all i think it does help though that i think people think sugaring hurts too but i think because i've been getting waxes for so long that it doesn't really like it's all it's all painful you know Mm -hmm. would uh for newcomers to sugaring like since this is your for this is your first one would you recommend to a new person who is getting hair removal sugaring or waxing uh i think either you can go either without any caveats just like, yeah um, just 
try either. I would say try both. Maybe go one one. To, well, see, I don't know. I you can't really go one to one because it's like if you've never gotten waxed before, it's like definitely experience. It's an experience. I would say if you're getting if it's for Brazilians, I think you should get waxed first. Mm, and the Brazilian it's, is is wax is your your junk, junk area. yeah your junk area. Mm. So for it's the whole front and then the. Well, for a girl, like you just have it's basically your front of your vagina, like your, um, you know your look. They call it anatomy crotch area. <laughs> I don't. No, wanna, I don't like, think that's how it's crotch. I mean, it's your pubis. Yeah. Your pubis area. I hate how you're describing this. I mean, that's basically what it is. But for a guy, you know, there's extra, you know, parts that are hanging, like your scrotum. And for like, so I got a Brazilian and they called it a brozillion or Mm -hmm. a manzillion where they have to like sugar or wax the, basically your scrotum hair off. Well, I mean, like for a girl, it's not just the front. It's like the, it's everything. It's your butt. It's your like. Yeah. It's um, intense. It's, yeah. And like, I know you had asked me before, like when, when you, when I was just like talking about waxing, like, isn't it like sexual? Like is really not at all. (laughs) Cause it's like one, it's painful and it's like, so it's so um, clinical when they do it, you know? Mm. So yeah, I don't know. But there's so much less hair. Well, cause like, for men, their hair is ten, technically coarser, usually, right? Like yeah. it's, and there's more of it. Um, the other thing that uh, Tana, my, um, I guess my person brought up a great point is for a uh, for an aesthetician, aesthetician to do something on a girl. It's usually like okay, like there's a mutual understanding, like hey, yeah, we'll work down there. But she was telling me how she gets lots of guys who are like creepers sometimes, or you you have to. Like, guys are way more expensive for a Brazilian or Manzillion because you don't necessarily know the guy you're dealing with. Is it, like, a sexual thing for them sometimes? It might not necessarily be What about for... It could be for a girl, too, though. Right, but, like, there is the... Does she like how she shared horror stories? Yeah, she shared one story where there was, like... She had another aesthetician um, where a guy was getting one of those done and before she walked into the room or as soon as she walked into the room, this dude was naked and like, just basically jerking off. That's disgusting. And she was like out now, like you need to go That's now. That's disgusting. And then you dude. get those weirdos, but I'm saying like, this is to the point of, well, the girl, I mean, I guess she could be masturbating too to the idea, but I mean, it's already a painful process. Why would you want to like ruin that for the esthetician and you, especially for like, I guess it gives men a bad name because not all men make it a sexual experience like for me yeah. i just want to cross dress and get hair removed yeah and it's a lot harder i mean so i'm so shaving is the worst right you ever shave your down there? i haven't done that in i think like when i used to do that like back in the day and then it's just like you never really get for girls it's hard because you can't really see well i'm sure for guys but you can't really see what's going on there mm-hmm. you don't and like your hair grows in like different ways you know like it doesn't all go in one way so you can't just shave you have to like mm-hmm. do so many passes mm-hmm. you might cut yourself i just stopped like i was like forget it so you know you, so you did that way back when and way back when i was like yeah fuck this i'm not doing it anymore <laughs> forget it yeah and so now you've gone to waxing. Yeah. It's just so much. Like, for some things, it's like not everyone has to do everything for you. But this is one of those times where I'm like, I just need someone to do this Paying for me. them off yeah. for this service. Yeah. All right. Cool. So your takeaway point, just try it. Try it if you want to. If you're, if you, you know, I, for a long time, like I, I was scared to do, to do it because I was scared that my vagina was going to fall off. <laughs> waxing and Yeah. Sharing? Either one. Like. I think I'd like wanted to do one for a while and then just never did. And then I was like, eh. Mm. Yeah. Well, 
Glad you did it because now it's. It is expensive though. It is can be kind of pricey, sugaring or waxing. Yeah. But that's any service that anyone does down there in hair removal. Yeah. All right. Wait, real quick. What? Aesthetician. Oh God. Aesthetician. <laughs> Told you, aesthetician. Uh, tap that aesthetician. Hey, and that's this week's episode of Kirsten's, Kirsten's Corner. Cursed Corn. Casey. And that's it for this week's episode, guys. Where in this episode, I talked about my sugaring experience. Kirsten talked about her sugaring experience in Kirsten's Corner. And I even talked about my yas of the week being Miss Universe contestants. Zonzibini Tunzi. And Sway Zentet. I'm sure I'm messing up their names. But it was a good episode. I hope you guys enjoyed it. Again, if you have feedback, please reach out to me. Reach out to the podcast, Giselle at CrossYasPodcast.com. Find me on Instagram, Twitter, uh, Facebook, all the social media. Going out this weekend for, again, for my friend. Um, my friend Chris is celebrating her wedding. Um, next week, I'm going to try and post uh, my interview with Chesco um, that we talked about her being non-binary and her experience it was my first ever meetup uh interview so it may sound kind of off but i'm sure you guys will enjoy it hope you guys enjoy the rest of your week happy december hope you guys are again planning your christmas stuff because it's coming up soon and that's it and as always keep it fresh stay blessed and remember you're gorgeous Again, I'm not here to treat or diagnose anything, guys. I am just here to tell my story. I have people come on the podcast and tell their story, and, and maybe you guys can learn from it. And I hope it helps you guys understand the world of cross-dressing and gender a bit more. Mm-hmm.